Unfortunately, the fact that he has gone out his way to maybe do that with him and maybe some other players, Hudson Odoi again, means that one guy's missing. Pulisic. What has Pulisic done? Can you can can somebody tell me? Because you know, Don was saying it there. He's been giving everybody a chance. We don't know what the selection is. Mm -hmm. and by the way, we didn't know the selection when Frank was in charge. But obviously, we're, we're giving Tuchel a little bit of leeway because he doesn't know the players. And he's getting results. Right. But there's one guy who hasn't started in the Premier League since he came. And that's the guy we all thought would be in the team. And that was Pulisic. Before his injury, he was the focus of Chelsea going forward. So what's and the psyche here? What's Tuchel thinking? I the only thing I can think is that Tuchel said to him, look, I'm going to take a certain amount of time here to figure everybody out. I know exactly what you can do. I've spent time with you. I know your game inside out. Because if it's not that, then what else is it? On this episode of PLNPJ's Tuchel's Tactics and Pool 6 Playtime. to the only Premier League podcast with a dress code. That dress code being pajamas. And we're both wearing them. Always. Always. And Jake, the thing is, we're in a new location. Things feel a little different, a little strange, but looking into your eyes across the table now <laughs> makes me feel much more comfortable. Wow. We call this your dining area? I think that's the appropriate name. Okay. I will say my biggest issue with it is that the fan... I'm centered underneath the fan with the table, but the mm. fan is not centered in the room itself if you look behind you. I mean, it's... Is it it's throwing awful. you off? A little OCD? Really, I mean, that's, that's always been an issue for me. Like, since sure. I got here, it was an issue. But yeah. the point is, we thought, new setup, we're getting new stuff, mm -hmm. some cameras soon. Let's just mix things up all together. Let's change the location. Let's go crazy. Say, take your top off. <laughs> oh, okay. Stay a while. <laughs> you know? Well, give me a second. Well, if you take your top off, the, I mean, do you sleep without a shirt on? I sleep without a shirt so on. So I think that still yeah. counts. Yeah. Um, Jake, we're also drinking a new whiskey today. We are. Unfortunately, the uh, the smoked peat whiskey that I got is gone. I loved it. R.I.P. In peace. But we're drinking a new one now, Jake. And it was your selection. Would you mind uh, letting us know what it is? I, I would not mind. Um, picked it up from our favorite Molly's Spirits. Um, you know, a local liquor store. Love to plug that as well. Uh, I'm a member there, so. Me, me as well. No way. <laughs> um, the whiskey we're drinking is from Boulder Spirits. So, Boulder, Colorado, right, if no, you couldn't guess. Right, not from a boulder, just no. from any boulder. <laughs> they, they, you know those little taps you put to maple yeah. trees? It's yeah. the same thing. But with a rock. With a boulder. <laughs> Pioneers used to ride these babies for miles. <laughs> for miles. <laughs> uh, but moving on, it, it's an American single malt whiskey uh, finished in a port cask. So, sounded interesting. There's about four different varieties of their whiskey slash bourbon that I chose from. Um... End up choosing this one partially because it's purple. Right. Go Frogs. Go Frogs. Yeah. Um, partially because the port cask drew my eye. Brent, we, we've had a few sips now. It's not very memorable is how I'll put it. Well, I will say, we were both thrown off on the first sip because we right. thought we were having a new one. Yeah, we're and expecting that smoky finish. Exactly. Right. And I will say, you know, just to be completely candid with the listener... Um, Thank you for being candid about we your name. We appreciate your candor, yeah. A uh, little Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. reference for you. But, yeah, so it's just, I was expecting that. I thought, oh, well, I'll have another sip. We'll see how it goes. Sure. And I'll be honest, it was not my favorite. Um, right. And we like to be transparent with mm -hmm. the listener. Uh, you know, there's no fun and games here. No, you know, oh, throw them off, tell them everything's great. Sure. We say, we, we hold our reviews in high standard. And because of that, yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's not my favorite. But I wouldn't buy it again. It doesn't mean that there are people who wouldn't like right. it, but I would agree with you. I would say it's not particularly memorable. It's not like I sip it, and I know we're accustomed to now smoked whiskey mm -hmm. after a few weeks drinking that, but there's no resounding aftertaste. It's just kind of like alcohol, yeah. and then it's gone. 
So no, I, I feel the same way. Um, yeah, the aftertaste isn't bad though, which is the mm-hmm. plus I will say. So we'll let you know next week when we take a shot of it. Right. Because we still have enough of that smoked whiskey to take our shot. Right. I think this will be a good shooting whiskey. Meanwhile, I also picked up a bottle of Stranahan's for myself. That is fun. Which is also technically local. It it's is. a Rocky Mountain whiskey is what they call it. Well, it, Stranahan's is on 25. No, I know. I'm just saying. it's, I, But but it's a bigger name brand, I guess. So like it's right, local, right, but like, right. people drink. Like, it's a very well-known well, whiskey. So, so I don't feel as special drinking it, which cool. is why we're not necessarily plugging it. I was just right. more calling out that I also bought whiskey today yeah. at Costco. Hey, I'm happy for you, man. The Cost Company. The Cost Company. Um, we dilly, yeah, we dilly-dallied a little bit. Hey, we, we have the luxury. We have the time. We have a shorter episode today, I think. We could always make it go longer, but Jake, another match week gone, and I'm so excited that we're finally to normalcy with the weeks. We don't have 15, 16 matches to go over. Nope. Yeah, just... Just a select few starting Saturday, February 13th. Leicester beating Liverpool 3-1. to Wow. Yeah. Burnley beating Crystal Palace 3-0. Man City beating Spurs 3-0. Yep. And Brighton and Aston Villa drawing 0-0. So some surprising results. Three goals a team in, in the first three games. One team got three goals, which was just kind of fun. I mean, not fun for you, I guess, as a Spurs fan. I can tell from the face that you're making at me and the way your mustache is wrinkling that you're not particularly excited about that. Not particularly excited wasn't particularly surprised. Sure. But maybe it'll make you feel better to know that my Manchester United the next day drew West Brom 1-1. Yeah. No? Doesn't really do anything for you? Okay. That's that's all right. Hey, I I want you to be happy. Oh, I appreciate that. So... Yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate that a lot. But also on Sunday, Wolves beat Southampton 2-1. to one. Arsenal beat Leeds 4-2. to two. Fulham beat Everton 2-0. Yeah, who saw that coming? And then on Monday, West Ham beat Sheffield 3-0. Chelsea beat Newcastle 2-0. And we will give the caveat that we are recording on a Tuesday. So there are still the games that we had picked from Wednesday. Burnley and Fulham... Tomorrow, Wednesday, which it will have already happened, so you know you guys will know the result by then. But and then also Everton and Man City play also. So yep. so unfortunately we we won't be able to give any insight on those whatsoever. But they are well, they will have happened when right. this comes out. Cool. Thanks for going over this, Brent. Do yeah, we have a fantasy team we could? Well, I was gonna say it feels so quick. Like I feel like we're just rushing through it, but it's because we don't have so many games to go yeah. over every time. But yeah, our fantasy team, Jake, struggling. Sure. Again, we have 38 points. 52 is the average. However, we are still waiting on Zhao Cancelo and Ruben Diaz. They both had two games this week. We played them both. Ruben Diaz did not play the first one, but he will still presumably get points in the next one if he plays. And Zhao Cancelo got six in the first game. Will be coupled with however he performs mm-hmm. against Everton. But outside of that, our highlights, Bruno Fernando with nine points, Lucas Fabianski with seven points, and I, being an idiot, forgot to change Suchek from captain. So Suchek got six points, Tough. which was really three. Tough. Yeah, no, not great. But at least the, the bright side is we didn't leave any points on the bench. You know, yeah. we're going to have to get rid of Chilwell because we'll get into this, but Marcos Alonso seems to have taken mm-hmm. his place. Um, you know, th- there's some changes to be made for sure, but... Hopefully, Diaz and Cancelo can play well tomorrow, and, and we'll get a few extra points. I mean, that would definitely be nice. Um, you know, more points makes Jake more happy. Um, that was correct grammar. Don't look it up. I, I wasn't going to question it, sure. so it's funny that you say that. Uh, but before we move on from the fixtures, Brent, um, from this past week, uh, you said who would have seen that coming in reference to Fulham over Everton. Everton. I saw it coming. Oh, and I was using a certain sportsbook oh. app that I will not name um, and tried to place a bet on a draw at halftime and then a Fulham full-time, which would, ha- would have net me $200 from 25 Although I could not place the bet because said sportsbook tried to say I wasn't in Colorado, which happens a bunch. I just have to... It's funny because you are in Colorado. I am in Colorado. Are we not in Colorado <laughs> right now? I was too lazy to, you know, go through, like, closing the app, logging back on, and then yeah. placing the bet again. So I was like, whatever, maybe this is just saving me from losing $25. No, it was uh, getting in the way of me earning $200. You know what's, what's funny about that, Jake, is there's no proof, you know? So you could just be saying that, 
I mean, you told me about it on the day of that you were sad about it, but sure. you could just be making the whole thing up. I almost screenshotted the expired because it was still in my uh, bet slip um, when the game was going on. It was expired, and you can't find that bet after it's expired. Okay, well, Jake, look anyway, at this. There's yeah. no proof. There's no proof. You calling me? A, you call me a liar? I ain't calling you a toother. Good one. But yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, there was a select group of people. Was there? That did way better than our fantasy team. Right, they often do. In fact, I can't remember the last time someone from our fantasy team was included in this select group of people. I'm sure it was Bruno. <laughs> that you know what? That's fair. Um, but outside of that, Jake, I will say. I feel like this new group of players this week is sponsored by Coors Seltzer. Is that would I be correct in thinking that? In the past, definitely yes. Okay, okay, but currently, it's up in the air. It's up contract in the air. negotiations. Right, yeah. right. We get into them all the time in career mode. Yeah, we <laughs> we don't want to get into it. Um, you know, legal stuff. So. They're gonna call. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna call us back. It's a, we we phoned thirteen times, left a message. <laughs> whatever what? <laughs> uh we didn't actually it was a one-time call but the point being Coors Seltzer at least if all else has partnered with a charity to help restore rivers which is a cool cause that yeah. we also support in Colorado but Jake I'm gonna jump right into this team of players please Martinez Aston Villa in goal nine saves and a clean sheet against Brighton Maybe not the team you'd expect him to have such a stellar performance against at least with having nine saves right but performed great. And his saves were pretty nice as well. I mean, some diving ones, some simple, but, I mean, sprawling across the net. He was all over the place. And and he did great. Moving on to the defense. We are playing a 4-4 or 4-3-3 this week, by the way, just, just to give the caveat. In defense, Hector Bellerin from Arsenal. One goal, one key pass, and four interceptions. Nice. Very well-rounded as mm-hmm. far as defenders go. Lowton from Burnley had a goal, three key passes, and five clearances. Ina from Fulham had five clearances, two key passes, and one assist. And finally, Cresswell from West Ham, two key passes, one assist, and three clearances. We're playing all outside backs in our defensive line. It's very FIFA tactic if you're playing FIFA Ultimate Team. All that pace, though, it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. No, they're going to be fantastic. Cresswell could play center back. Yeah, they may have some aerial deficiencies, right. but boy, would they be great at providing their forwards and midfielders. <laughs> Something that, Very attacking. as I know, Harry Maguire and Victor Lindelof cannot do. So maybe I'd, I would take this defense. They're so good at aerials, too. They definitely were not manhandled by... Well, at least Lindelof. Right. Yeah. No, he sucks. <laughs> but uh, he won't be in the team of the week anytime soon. Sure, sure, sure. So, Jake, would you mind uh, taking over the midfield? I would not at all. Um, first on the list... Ilkay Gundogan from Manchester City played okay against Spurs. He was really good. (laughs) And he missed a penalty. He should have had a Hattie. No. Was that not against? Oh, that was against Liverpool. Right. Rodri took the penalty this game. He could have. Oh, right. 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 That's what I was thinking. I knew there was some penalty controversy. 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 Thank you. Um. Right, Rodri should have been saved, but Lourdes right. fluffed his lines the, as far as the goalkeeper goes and shoved it straight into the top corner. The controversy, as us Americans like to say. Yep. Um, for that one was the him stepping on Hoybier's ankle right. and then it getting taken out. Anyway, anyway. Um, but uh, if you're a fantasy owner, that counts as an assist for Gunagan, so plug that as well. But we don't own him. So but we don't own him. Why would we? <laughs> We're so bad. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but moving on. Uh, Pedro Neto, uh, who is playing in this makeshift midfield of ours. Uh, goal and assist and three key passes and a great performance against Southampton. Yeah, and his goal was nice, too. It was, it was nice, yeah. yeah. And we stopped doing our goal of the week sure. little section. What reminded me of that was how you had sent me the Twitter DM of the 2006 December Goal of the Month nominees. Mm-hmm. With all those crazy shots. Bangers. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick a goal of the week, that would probably be it for me, though, from Neto. Cool. Anyway, keep going. But yeah, moving on to our last midfielder, Wilfred Ndidi uh, from Leicester City. Uh, during that 3-1 defeat, or uh, win, I should say, at uh, against Liverpool. He had an assist 
Six aerials, one, five tackles. And Brent, do you have any more written down? Because there were just so many stats of his. Jake, I didn't write down any more, but he had four clearances, clearances as uh, well. I mean, he was just well rounded over the field. Oh he also goodness. had four interceptions. Yeah. Guy, mean, guy was everywhere. Yeah, he was a menace. Um, so and yeah. frankly, maybe more Leicester players deserve to be in the team sure. for the week. But maybe not as many had such standout performances as the rest of our front line, mm-hmm. Jake, if you would. Uh, yeah. Um, one of those people who you probably never heard of is Josh Maja uh, for Fulham, mm-hmm. as I like to say. And he, I believe, was his first start in the Premier League. I believe that's correct. And he had two goals against the Toffees. And just looked deadly on those opportunities he got. He didn't do much outside of it, but he didn't need to. He, he finished the chances he had. And uh, first start in the Premier League, first appearance on our team of the week. Love to see it. Yeah, good for him. Um, moving on, Jay Rodriguez from Burnley, a goal and an assist. Um, Matthew Lowton had that banger of a volley from his assist. And finishing off our forwards... Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who had a hat-trick. So that's obviously going to earn you a spot on this list. And uh, two of the three were really good goals, and he deserved every one of them. No, I agree. He also had two key passes to go with that. Love that. So, I mean, a very well-rounded performance. And while he didn't make it into the team of the week, we did have a maybe honorary mention that you wanted, which is Timo Werner today in his game yesterday. Yesterday. Got Got on the score sheet. For Chelsea. 2-0 sure win. Sure, it was a bit of a chance. You know, very lucky at the back. He had missed a couple sitters. Tough chances, but had missed them before. He can got I, a little lucky at the back post. can imagine the XG was terribly low. Probably very high. You know how I feel about XG. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the worst stat. But, Jake, the point is, Werner's back on the score sheet, and I wonder what you think that means for Thomas Tuchel. <laughs> And Chelsea going forward, Tuchel has completely changed his team from what Lampard was playing before. He's gone back to a back three. You can see Alonso playing again at the left wing back where he excels. Timo Werner, a mainstay. Callum Hudson-Odoi, a mainstay. You're not seeing a lot of room for Ziyech. I realize Tammy Abraham got hurt, but otherwise Olivier Giroud would not have been playing. Speaking of which... You did get retweeted by the Premier League USA account. And DM'd. For specifically... Oh, DM'd. Oh, for the mug. For the address, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jake's going to have a Premier League mug coming, which is cool because he... Premier League mornings. Mornings. Because mm-hmm. he correctly predicted who was going to be the first goal scorer. And they, well, to be fair, you didn't. Sure. You predicted somebody else. Okay. But I was smart. You were smart. And right as Tammy Abraham got hurt, right. I said Drew. And I was the second person to tweet it, and they picked three people, so it was perfect. Yeah, no, it was great. And you went right under the radar. Nobody even noticed that you had another tweet first. No, I deleted it right away. Hopefully the PL in USA doesn't listen to this podcast. Well, I don't care. As long as they've sent the mug by now. No, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) But, Jake, I'm very excited for you. But all that to say, rotating the squad, maybe people you wouldn't have expected to be mainstays coming into the team. And they've only dropped two points since... Tuchel came in charge. Right. Um, and you, you saw in that first game that they played, which is the game they actually dropped points, yeah. uh, the draw, uh, he kind of said that his team selection was based on experience and that it wouldn't really reflect like what it would look like going forward. But it kind of has. I think so, because how can you say it doesn't, or it reflects experience, but then play Callum Hudson-Odoi sure. and Tammy Abraham when you have Olivier Giroud yeah. and Hakeem Ziyech and... Even, frankly, at that matter, Christian Pulisic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a lot of players to choose from, but yet these same players keep getting opportunities. And credit to them, they are performing very well. They are. Um, they've had some convincing results um, outside of that draw. And I think they look like a solid team. Maybe not the $200 million sure. transfer window team that they were expecting, um, but definitely a, a solid team that... I think could lock up a top four spot in the next four or five weeks. Sure, and what I will say also to all Chelsea fans who listen to this, because there are so many. So many. I remember when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer came into Manchester United, and United went on a huge hot streak. And I'm not saying that Tuchel isn't a good coach. 
would just say be wary of a possible drop-off. The same players under Lampard that were underperforming are still there. It's not like the team's changed at all. So you get the lift from the new manager. It's very possible that 10 games after he gets appointed, maybe even 20 games after he's appointed, appointed, that there will be a drop-off. The run won't last forever. Even Pep Guardiola this week made comments about Man City saying they... They can't win forever. They will lose some time. I would say the same would be the case for Chelsea. I'm just throwing that out there. As somebody who went through the highs and lows of uh, a Solskjaer management, Tuchel, or Tuchel, excuse me. We looked up the pronunciation. It's Tuchel. Tuchel. Um, Next five games, Southampton away, Manchester United at home, Everton at home, Leeds away, West Brom at home. So a tough three and then a relatively easier right. two. But that leads – you never know with leads who's, what team is going to show up. You know they're going to press a lot. I've continued to say they do better after a break, like an international break or something like that, that they tend to perform better because they've rested, they have their energy back. So that could be a game to watch for, for Chelsea. For sure. However, you know – the. The next three games are really going to be telling about Tuchel's tactics. And if the spark that the team has gotten is due to him and just a new injection of coach, new energy, whatever, or if it's really, oh, no, they can, they can make some serious progress in the Premier League. Yeah, um, they are in that honeymoon phase like you were yeah. talking about. And with the Champions League coming up. I was about to mention. Um, who did they play? Atletico Madrid? I believe so, but I haven't looked, yeah. so I don't remember. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see the team selection around right. the Champions League match and then the games on either side of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might go with a younger team for those surrounding Premier League games and maybe do his, what he called, an experienced squad uh, for the Champions League game. Because they, they haven't a lot, like so yeah. many good players that they hand rotate like that. And I think a lot of people will be seeing playing time now that they have the European matches coming up. Well, I guess only guaranteed two matches at this point. But still, um, there's going to be that rotation. And these players that are on the fringes, like Pulisic, um, Ziyech, and Giroud oh, at this yeah, point. There's, there's, well, he'll be Well, I guess because of the injury. Abraham out. Sure. But uh, there, there's going to be Chilwell. Uh, there's going to be yeah. competition, obviously, in a, in a stacked team. You have to expect that whenever. But especially now with this new manager, you've seen who he's kind of favoring. So you have an extra pressure on you to when you get those chances to make the most out of it. So I think that's going to make the squad so much better. Right. Um, I, I think that when they do that rotation, that they're going to perform. Jake, I completely I think the injection of a new manager entices all the players to play better when that new coach comes in because you're playing for a place again. There isn't a set 11. There isn't a set of favorite players already, which is why I think, and it's kind of a good transition, I think Tuchel hasn't played Pulisic very much. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows what Pulisic can offer already. Granted, and you also made this point, taking your opportunities, Pulisic hasn't looked great in the few times that he's come in for Tuchel. However, I think that because Tuchel already managed him for a few years, and he's a different player now than he was when he was at Borussia Dortmund, Tuchel already knows what he can bring to the team, and he's giving other players time to see what they can contribute. However, Pulisic still has to come in and do a job and be productive when he's on the field. And even when he played in that FA Cup game, he didn't offer a lot, and it's not surprising to me that he's not getting a lot of opportunities so far for those compiled reasons. Um, and I guess, like I said, that's a good transition into Pulisic's playtime. Chelsea have obviously shifted again to this back three under Tuchel that Antonio Conte first implemented, and they looked great while Conte was mm-hmm. manager, at least for a time. Tuchel's doing the same thing. In that formation, the 3-4-3 that they play or the 3-5-2 that they play, there's not a lot of room for wingers when you're already playing Alonso as a left wing back. Right. Um, and I love that tactic. You have Espelicueta as the right center back. In defense, you shift to a back four. Alonso drops back. Espelicueta moves out. I, I think that tactic's great. I think yep. it works for the teams and the players that they have. 
However, it doesn't leave a lot of opportunity for a right winger or a left winger to get into the team, which is presumably where Pulisic would play. Mm-hmm. And if he's not taking his opportunities already, I, I don't see how he displaces at this point Timo Werner, who might be coming back to form, Callum Hudson-Odoi, who has been great since Tuchel took over, really taking advantage of his opportunity. Obviously, Tammy Abraham's out, but Giroud is coming in. He's one of those experienced players. And it makes me wonder if there's a place for Christian Pulisic in that team. And and Tuchel said that he's going to get more time. He said that he already knows what he can offer. He said he's going to be very important for us, either off the bench or starting. But I think it's a little disconcerting as an American fan to hear him say off the bench as one of the ways that he could be an impact for the team. Yeah, and... When he made the move to Chelsea, um, there were concerns that he might not start right away, but he kind of worked his way into the team and under Lampard became a semi-regular starter. And I mean, through injury, of course. Um, But now we're seeing him kind of slip back to that bench role. And I remember you sending me something after Tuchel's first game, how when Pulisic didn't start, and he made comments afterwards like, well, I didn't know what he do I was looking at right. other players yeah. and we kind of like okay like that's fine like he's gonna play and he, he hasn't so and, and to note he's only played 84 of the possible minutes under Tuchel so far um is that Premier League or all of them I believe it's just Premier League because okay. he played so, the FA Cup game as well is that 450 possible minutes something like that in five yeah. games um wow so not at all really and yeah, I mean, the FA Cup game, he lasted, like, what, 75 right, minutes? Right, and didn't show but didn't much. look particularly right. good. So, my one thing is he has had some good performances from the past year off the bench, but I think you got to give him more starts. And I think he deserves that based on what he's shown you, not only as time at Chelsea, but his time with you at Dortmund uh, for Tuchel. And uh, obviously as an American fan, I would, I would love to see him play more, but it, it's going to be tough. He needs to really produce in the games he gets those chances, uh, or else he's going to find himself on the bench for the uh, foreseeable future. That's kind of how it seems, and obviously injuries happen, players fall out of form. I've even thought, oh, well, maybe he could slot in as like a center-attacking mid-roll in a 3-5-2, but Mason Mount is playing so well. There's no way that Very well. Pulisic gets into the team right. over him. So. And you don't wish an injury to any player so that somebody from your nation can play. Um, you could. Well, you could, but I wouldn't. Um, yeah, it's but, you could. I, but I could. Um, I might. <laughs> I possibly will. <laughs> it's, but if it was anyone, if I were to pick anyone, it'd be Mason Mount. That's fair. <laughs> but if all else, what's really the positive of this Tuchel taking over Chelsea is Conte. Mm-hmm. He's he's smiling all over the place again, and that's really that is why people watch the Premier League, not for the goals. <laughs> Not for the play, but not for, for anything, smiles. but for N'Golo Conte's <laughs> smile. He hasn't playing, has been playing that much, though. He hasn't, but when he is, I mean, there are pictures that have come out from the Chelsea team with, like, Tuchel and him smiling, looking sure. at each other longingly like they're oh long goodness. lost lovers. Maybe wow. they are. Whoa. A new scandal in the Ooh. Premier League. Yeah. I'd watch that movie. Really? <laughs> what would you call it? Uh, call me by your Conte. Oh my goodness, okay. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Pulisic, knocking the playtime. Yeah. Americans, want him to get the playtime. Obviously. Obviously. Jake, I'm just going to leave one last yeah, question. Please. If things stay like, they will, like, they, like they're going right now, do you think he'll leave Chelsea or be transferred? I mean, Roman Abramovich sure. is ruthless with his transfers with his managing of the coaches do you think Pulisic gets released you know, or transferred if things stay the way they are I mean he's young he has a, a lot to offer going forward but Chelsea have a habit of having very talented youngsters and if they're not performing instantly loaning them out getting rid of them do you think Pulisic's one of those players um I don't mind pulling him in that category with Mohamed Salah and Kevin Bruyne. Um, Lukaku. And, sure, yeah. yeah um, and others. He's not those players at a young age, but still. <laughs> but I would like him to see... I would like to see him get his time at Chelsea, but if he's not going to, obviously I would like him to go somewhere he's going to get playing time. 
but also stay in the Champions League. So, tough ask. Maybe move to Spain, to Germany, to Italy. Sure, yeah. Another Premier League team, but I doubt it. Yeah, the thing is that the Premier League team's fighting for top four. He's going to have a tough time finding a spot there, too. But if you think about the left-wingers, he wouldn't play over Rashford. He wouldn't play over Son. He wouldn't play over Aubameyang, who's a left-winger for Arsenal, technically. He wouldn't play over Sterling. He's not playing over Kalamats and Adoy or Timo Werner. Right. He's not going to play over Richarlison if we're going to Everton as well. I mean, there's not a lot of places for him in the Premier League if it doesn't work out. Yeah, and I mean, you could go back to Germany. I don't see him doing that. Um, not to Bayern Munich. No. Okay. <laughs> um, I I think if you were to leave, I mean, the teams in Italy <laughs> and Italy and France that are vying for those Champions League spots, um, they're not as competitive uh, team rosters as. The top Premier League, La Liga, and Bundesliga teams. Sure. So I think maybe one of those two leagues. Yeah, no, I, I could definitely see that happening. But With that being said, love talking about him, so I don't want him to leave. Right, no, I know. I hope he doesn't, and I hope things turn around for him. He was great when he came back last season for Chelsea after Project Restart, and then he got hurt, and it just kind of seemed to have derailed him a little bit. Sure. Players go through slumps in form all the time, especially young players. I'm sure he'll find his feet again, mm-hmm. but I just don't know if it'll be with Chelsea. Right. So... That's my three cents on it. Wow. Yeah. Not just two. That's I'm giving a you lot. an extra cent. What did, what did I do to deserve you? Do you want me to say it over the microphone? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Brent, match week 25. Oh, he's doing the math. Two, five. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. it. Yep. Um, I'm going to read some fixtures, if you don't mind. You do do that from time to I time. It's, it's almost like it's it's your thing now. It's your segment. It's my yob. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> yob. Yob. Yeah, anyway. Um, when are we starting We're off? We're starting on Friday, the Friday, February 19th. February 19th. Are you sure this isn't my segment? Do you hear an echo? <laughs> echo. Echo. Go. Um, but yeah, so now that I'm the only one talking, uh, one game on Friday, Brent, and that is Wolves Leeds. And that's at 3 p.m. Eastern. Jake, it sure is at 3 p.m. Eastern. And this matchup gives me pause. Oh, like Sirius Black? So you're an Animagus? It gives you pause? Oh, nice. No, not like that, but like kind <laughs> of. Um, I guess for me, these teams, 12th and 11th in the table. Toit. Very close. Toitnups. Wolves won... The reverse fixture. Yes. And I think they do again. I think okay. Wolves win this game. Brent, that's a very educated guess. I really like your pick there. Except it's incorrect and oh, you are an imbecile. You took me for a, a ride. Whirlwind. Oh, whirlwind. That's even better. Ride Captain Ride. We were listening to that when you came over. We listened to a lot of music. That's true. Anyway. Um, I think Leeds win this one. Okay. I like when we're opposites. Yeah. It makes yeah. it more exciting. Opposites attract. You know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> you good. No, I just choked on my truly a little bit. You mean your Coors Light Seltzer? Yes. <laughs> well, okay. Caveat. I went to Costco today. The Cost Company. The Cost Company, if you didn't hear me say it earlier. And they were selling a 30-pack of Trulies for $30. Steal. What a steal. A dollar a seltzer? That's how much I pay for a LaCroix. Except this one has alcohol, you know? <laughs> so Way better. They also didn't have Coors Seltzers there. Otherwise, ah, I probably would have picked it up. Right. But anyway, so I'm drinking a Truly. Okay. But we still love Coors Seltzer. Still do. <laughs> um, but Brent, moving on to Saturday, February 20th. First game in the morning at 7.30 Eastern, we have Southampton versus Chelsea, and that's on the South Coast. Wee! Oh my! Jake, I think Southampton beat Chelsea. I think that... And look, there aren't a ton of great surprise picks this time available. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. However, I think Southampton pull it off against Tuchel's men, especially with the Champions League ahead. Maybe they rest a few players. Maybe they rotate the squad. And while the Chelsea players will be trying to persuade Tuchel that they deserve a spot in the team that get rotated, I think Southampton pull off a surprise victory. That'll be the first loss under him. 
Okay. It had to happen eventually. Sure. Um, I'm going to go for a draw on this one. Um, I think you make some good points, but not good enough for me to agree with you. That's fair. Not enough to give the siren? No, no. Okay. I'm going to save that for later. Save it. Uh, <laughs> You've got this, Travis. Wait for it. <laughs> Boom. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Vine. Great vibe. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Burnley West Brom, and that's at 10 a.m. Eastern. Jake, tasty at the bottom. Very tasty <laughs> at the bottom. Um, that sounded wrong. Now that I'm thinking about it, no, no idea. What you're a tasty about. matchup. Keep going. Yeah, at the bottom of the Premier League table, I'm gonna go for a Burnley victory at Turf Moor in this game. Yeah, Burnley playing at home against West Brom, who's shown some life under. Sam Allardyce, but not enough. I think Burnley won this one, especially okay. after their convincing win this past weekend. But then after that, we have the Merseyside Derby. Um, that's at noon 30 Eastern, and that's at Liverpool. And it's Liverpool-Everton, for those of you that don't know. Jake, five of the last seven matchups between these teams have been draws. So you're going for a draw. So part of me wants to say draw. Sure. However, in the games that have victors, all Liverpool, Liverpool. victory. <laughs> Jake, I'm going to go for a Liverpool victory after their great performance in the Champions League this week mm-hmm. against RB Leipzig. Brent, I'm going to agree with you on this one. Did I take you for a bit of a twist, though? Did you think I was going to pick a draw because I brought up the stats? Um, No. Oh. I, I, I saw right through you. There's you no, often do. No, I'm transparent. No opaqueness so, here. Um, yeah. yeah. My opacity Red- has turned up to 12. Wow. Yeah, out of 10. Out of 10. <laughs> I've, I've gone so opaque that I'm now turning back into color. Oh my goodness. If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite filter on uh, Photoshop or <laughs> no any way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on. Oh, actually, sorry. No, I picked this one. I picked Liverpool already. Okay. Yeah, you gave Moving me. on. Um, 3 p.m. Eastern, Fulham, Sheffield, Battle of the, bo- Battle of the Bottom. Um, yeah, 18th versus 20th. Mm-hmm. Jake, I kind of feel like Sheffield are starting to pick up form. Okay. I'm going to go for a Sheffield victory in this game. You think I'm an idiot? Oh my goodness. You, you idiot. slammed your whiskey down. <laughs> now I wish I had slammed my glass. I, I think Fallen are going to win. Okay. Again, I love yeah. upsets. It's great. Love when a plan comes together. Nice. Um, moving on to Sunday, Brent. We finished all of Saturday. That was crazy. Moving on to Sunday, uh, early morning games, 7 a.m. Eastern. Uh, London Derby, West Ham versus Tottenham, and it's at London Stadium. Jake, West Ham's favorite in this game, Sadly. as you pointed out. So I'm going to pick Spurs. I'm also going to pick Spurs just because they've been so bad lately against somewhat decent teams that I, I think we get a lead against West Ham, and then unlike the previous two times, we don't give up a bunch of goals. Well, and it's one thing to play defensively at home. Like, that's not what you're expected to do. When you go away, Mourinho's tactics work. Sure. You know? Yeah. So. Um, and I think it's, it's not personal, but, you know, it's a it's a derby. It's so. a little personal, yeah. So we, 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 as in Spurs, come away with a victory, in my opinion. But, yeah, moving on at 9 a.m. Eastern, we have Aston Villa versus Leicester. And that's at Aston Villa. Jake, Leicester win this game. They're hot. Yeah. Hot to trot. Very hot. I, I think that's a great... Are you okay, dude? Whoa. Did I catch you off guard? You me by surprise. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, I have Villa over Leicester. Wow. Yep. And yeah, don't they know... won the reverse fixture as well. So The double. Yeah. Uh, don't know if we've brushed over your player to watch yet or you're still saving it. I was saving it, but I mean, we already went over the feature. That's why I was asking. The fixture. Right. I just didn't say it. Okay, well, I'm going to mention mine. It's uh, Bertrand Traore. Wow. For Villa. Yeah. I think he's going to have a goal and an assist. Okay. In a 2-0 defeat against Leicester on their home, home ground. So. Okay. So, moving on, uh, I would say one of our two games of the week. Yeah. Uh, the Merseyside Derby being the other. Uh, Arsenal versus Manchester City at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. And that's at the Emirates. Every every part of me wants to pick Man City because they've been rolling so much. 
do it. Man's, but, but, I'm sorry, Arsenal seem to have kind of refound some form. Yeah. No Kevin De Bruyne. No. No Aguero. No. I'm going to go with Man City. <laughs> we don't know no Aguero. Right. I'm gonna, I'm going with Man City. I was trying to set you up to maybe you thought that was going to oh, be Oh, you got me. I yeah, didn't I even catch that. Man City. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm doing Man City as well. Okay. I think they're going to boss them. They're going to bonk them. They're going to bonk them. Yeah. Right. Bonk City. Right in the nose. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Boop. Boop. <laughs> but yeah, moving on to the last fixture on Sunday. It is Manchester Uted um, oh. versus Newcastle, and that's at 2 p.m. Eastern. I know Manchester United have a tough time against bottom teams. Uted. Manuted. 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 <laughs> I, I'm going to pick a Manchester United victory, but I'm really worried this is going to be a draw. Brent, I have way more faith in your Reds, and I think United are going to win. Even after a loss to Sheffield and drawing West Brom? Correct. Okay. Woo! They're going to get their mojo back Thursday against, against Real, Real Sociedad. Oh my gosh, I don't know if they get their mojo back against <laughs> Sociedad. I think it's going to be... There's a thrashing Rashford hat trick. Jake, I will lose it like Eminem if that happens. Oh my goodness. Just lose it. Um, but yeah, so that's my pick. Um, but we still have Monday and Tuesday Say what games. you want about yeah. it. But yeah, two more days. So we have what? One, two, three, five days in a row, yeah. but one match week. Very exciting. That's fun. But not like, you know, 20 games. Sure. Nice. So that that is the annoying part where you have to pick all those games. Right. But yeah, our one match on Monday is at 3 p.m. Eastern, and it's Brighton versus Crystal Palace, and that's on the south coast of Brighton. Jake, I'm going to pick Crystal Palace in this game. You idiot. I know. Brighton. Okay. Win. Brighton are in better form. They are. Yeah. Their XG is off the charts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's the Your worst favorite stat, stat in the game. Um, but yeah, so that's our only game Monday, and then our only game Tuesday, Leeds, oh, I guess... Leeds play twice, Friday and Monday. And Southampton. And Southampton. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Leeds, Southampton at 1 p.m. Eastern, and that's at Leeds. Southampton have a bit of an injury crisis. Sure. So I think Leeds are better equipped for a back-to-back game situation than Southampton are, and because of that, I'm going to pick a Leeds victory in this game. Okay, I'm going to go with a draw just because I think there's enough holes in Leeds's defense and Southampton still have a good amount of their attacking threat there sure. um, I think it's going to be maybe a high scoring draw maybe 2-2 two, two. I would love that um, the, the listener would love that the, everyone would love that but yeah that, that's where I'm going to pick Jake and because we kind of skipped over it my player to watch mm-hmm. James Rodriguez oh, Everton yeah James against Liverpool I didn't pick Everton to win sure I could see if Everton do stand a chance to draw or win, Hummes being the main catalyst. So you're hedging. I am hedging a little bit. But, I mean, I was close to picking an Everton victory in that game. Gotcha. Um, I think Hummes, I think that's a game given the defense of Liverpool mm-hmm. and given the midfield of Liverpool. If Fabinho moves up, it opens up the opportunity for Everton to need a creative playmaker in midfield field coming and you know Hamas likes to drift off the right wing right. I think it opens up a lot of opportunity for him to be very influential in that game do you think that relies on DCL being healthy no no I don't think it does I think even more so if DCL isn't healthy I think it steps makes up more Hamas's sure. influence that much bigger whether or not he comes away with like a goal and an assist or not sure sure, sure. the opportunity is there for him to wreak havoc on the Liverpool defense and I think he will Alright, love that. No, you hate it. But you know what I love? The fantasy preview. Our team sucks. We're terrible. Whoa! But we made some changes. Rude. Do you remember when we had Dominic Calvert-Lewin on our team? Nope. Yeah, me either, but we just <laughs> transferred him back in. Okay. in for the first time. First time. So the team, we took out Mikel Antonio, who's injured. Injured. Um... Granted, Dominic Calvert-Lewin is well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a chance that he doesn't play. <laughs> However, we did have the funds to bring him back in. 
And the whole premise behind it is we're talking about bringing in Aaron Cresswell for the defense instead of Walker Peters. Uh-huh. So by bringing we, – we had too many West Ham players. Oh, a little sleepy there, I can see. Yeah, sorry. By having Antonio Suchek and um, – there's somebody – oh, and Fabianski. We had too many West Ham players, so we had to get rid of one. Right. And Watkins and Antonio are the same price. So if we need to switch them, sure. should things change, we can always make that happen. But in the interim, we brought Dominic Calvert-Lewin back. In goal, we have McCarthy from Southampton, who gets two games, Chelsea and Leeds. Then we have João Cancelo, Ruben Diaz, not to be confused with the sandwich. Jean Bednarek, two games, Chelsea and Leeds. Bruno Fernandes, Son, Grealish, Rashford, Watkins, Captain, Patty Banff against Wolves and Southampton. Mm. He gets the double game. And then Dominic Calvert-Lewin as well. But I think our points are going to come from that Man United duo. God, I hope so. Um, <laughs> I would love that. But not confident enough to captain one of them when Bamford gets two games. I, I feel really good about Bamford getting at least two goals and an assist over two games. Sure. Well, Especially yeah. considering it's Wolves and Southampton. Two, two goal contributions over two games. No, I'm saying two goals and an assist. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah. And you'll hear it here last. Nobody else is going to make that. <laughs> but speaking of bets. Ooh. My good favorite segue. Yeah. Thank you. I, Jake, I pride myself on my transitions. You know that. <laughs> it's all I have. I have nothing else. So welcome to Jake's Bets. It's a very fun segment where I make a $5 wager on usually a two-leg parlay. It's not any different today. It's not a two-leg parlay. And what a what a twist! <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'd say I'm accurate about thirty seven percent of the time. That is a very specific number for you to be roughly saying about. I did the math in my you head. You could have said thirty five. Nope. You could have said 30, 30, 33. Yeah, whatever. Point is. Point so is, um, this edition of Jake's Bets features a two part parlay on just outcomes, no like fancy props or anything. Fulham over Sheffield United, which Brent disagrees with, and Manchester City over Arsenal, which Brent agrees with. Thank you for including me in that. Yeah, of course. I like to be included in things. It's actually uh-huh. one of my chronic issues is how much I like to be included in things, you know? It's like a FOMO fear. No, not FOMO. No, no, like, no. It's like a... I don't care if I miss out. Oh. I just like to be included, you know? It's like an inside joke. Anything. You hope That's why I hang included. out with you and Alex so much, oh you know? Gosh. It's not because we live five minutes away and no. are your only friends no, it's just I like in to be the included. immediate area? Yeah, well, you will note that when my apartment complex had a pipe burst and flood mm-hmm. yesterday, I went over to Ben and Hannah's. That's because they were making food. It had nothing to do with it. You're lying. I didn't know. I texted him. You're and said, lying. Hey, what are you doing? And he said, oh, you're making dinner. Huh. What time was this? Six-ish. Huh. Are we fighting right now? It's really effed up, man. Yeah, are we fighting? I mean, Jake, how disrespectful is it to you that you're closer than they are? And I chose them. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Or we won't. Or, or we'll we won't. Just, like, forget passive aggressive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, in fact, that's actually what I would prefer. I'd um, prefer if we got passive aggressive. Brett, back to my thing. Okay. Um, if you parlay that whole <laughs> victory and a Manchester City victory. You get about two sixty-eight, I think, is what you get on DraftKings. Oh, two hundred sixty-eight dollars plus two sixty-eight. Oh, okay. So Fiverr would be about twelve dollars. Two hundred sixty-eight dollars. Yeah. Thirteen-dollar net. Um. So yeah, bet whatever you feel like you want to, and within your means, if you believe me or trust me, believe you me or love me. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex or Winks, if you're listening. Right. Speaking of which, Jake, and because we're wrapping up, when are you going to get Winks on the pod? You know, he's in the picture. <laughs> he <laughs> he is. He's absolutely um, in the picture. He does talk sometimes. He does. So, it, too much yeah. for my preference. Maybe but... we'll get a segment. Maybe I'll record some of the sounds and we'll do like a segment. You do a plug. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just a little button. A wolf button. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, uh, that's Jake's bets, um, the best by far of all the segments we do. It's true. Um, it is the one that I look forward to most. However, this week, and I know I said I would get in on them, and then I just haven't since. Um, 
I won't make you get in I was going to say, I don't know if this is one that I would want to get unless in. Unless you believe have... in it. So, we'll take a pass on this one. Next week, maybe you'll feel differently. Do I just need to Venmo you money anyway? No, it's okay. fine. Dude, don't even worry about it. <laughs> Dude, take your top off. Stay away. Oh That's twice that you told me to what? do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not this one. Oh, but... Oh, I am taking my top Uh-oh. off. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you started scratching your belly button. Yeah. It's kind of strange, but sometimes people get itches there. I was getting some lint out, you know. Oh, gross. Yeah. Getting get there nice and deep. But Brent, <laughs> <laughs> our subpar whiskey is gone. Our truly, my truly is gone. Mine's almost gone. Uh, my beer is not gone. Yeah. I had an extra one because uh, it's this good IPA that we like. When I had an extra truly... Because you were having an extra beer. So it's about And even. you wanted to match me. Yeah. And, no, I, and I love I that. I love when we match. Yeah. I love Um, Possibly a shorter episode? I have no idea. We never know the timing. No, But it's we always don't. about the same amount of time. I right. bet you this is around like 50-ish minutes. Yeah, I'd say minutes. 50 at the, at the most. Yeah, so we should drown it out long. Perfect, yeah. Um, do you have any topics listen. you want to li- listen or talk about? No. Um, people might have heard our last outro. Sure. If you did, it was a special treat. Uh, for a song that has some expletives in sure. the name, but a fantastic keyboard solo. Right. Um, kiss is rough, but it ain't enough. I feel like. <laughs> okay, um, and on that note. That's the lyrics to the song. Sure. Yeah. Um, enjoy our normal outro. Nice. For the only Premier League podcast with a dress code. Jake, correct me if I'm wrong, but that dress code is full LARP, knight outfits, swords, shields, a banner. <clears throat> I'm reading Game of Thrones. You know, right. I, this just all my mind is filled with right now. So am I wrong? I'm not going to correct you because I don't have that energy right now. Um, I don't need to wear pajamas. But thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Pajamas. <laughs>